Well, Happy New Year. Welcome back to the show, guys. If you are new to the show, hi, my name is Sarah. I'm your host of Stress Less and Mom Life and Business. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back to the new rebrand, refresh, all the things of this podcast and show. I cannot wait to just kind of pour into you guys and share all the new exciting things that we have going on. I'm so here for it. And I really hope you are too. So Anyhow, we are already in 2024. I hope you had a wonderful holiday and I hope you had a great break. Hopefully you had some time off to enjoy with your family and do all the things. Anyhow, it is Tuesday and yes, I, oh man, so much has been going on in my world, but I really wanted to come on here and chat about some goals and goal creation and what that looks like moving into a new year, whether it's new year resolutions or maybe you're that person that's not digging that whole new year resolution thing, okay? So we're talking about a little bit of perspective on both sides, whether you're somebody who does like new year resolutions or maybe you're somebody who doesn't and you just like creating goals throughout the year, right? I like to do both. I love new year resolutions, but I also love creating goals throughout the year. So we're gonna dive into some of that. So go ahead and grab that journal and pen. Let's get it. Hey friend, welcome to Stress Less and Mom Life and Business, where we overcome overwhelm through simple planning and faith-focused purpose. My name is Sarah and I am your host and I cannot wait to share with you all the tactical and practical steps and tools that I've learned to implement throughout my life, not only in my personal life, but also in my business that help me stress less, overcome that overwhelm and kick that anxiety that honestly is such a struggle on a daily basis. I really hope that you're able to take some tips and tricks into your daily life so that you can not only overcome overwhelm, but step into the best version of who God's created you to be. Be sure to grab that journal and pen. You're going to need it. Let's go. All right. So I wanted to go ahead and start with a thought. I was in Zumba a couple weeks ago and I was teaching a class and at the end of class, I just felt prompted to remind everybody and kind of give them some perspective because, you know, the gym is one of those places that as we step into the new year, a lot of people start showing up at the gym. A lot of people start going to the gym again and or joining a gym and the gyms are full. I mean, honestly, like my gym has been swamped since the new year, right? And even, I want to say even like the last little bit of 2023, I would say it started to slowly pick up in pace and just the amount of people that were showing up at the gym and quite honestly it's like oh everybody's on the machines now everybody's this everybody sure okay yes there are some little frustrations because we're like oh my gosh I'm used to being slow at this time or I'm used to you know getting on my machine or doing the weights over there in peace by myself nobody's on the weight floor whatever it may be okay I want to give you a little perspective so whether you are somebody who creates a new year resolution or not and whether you are into that or whatever it may be I want you to remember that when people are creating goals and new year resolutions, even if that means they did not go to the gym all year last year and they show up at the gym at the beginning of 2024, if that's what it took, if it took a new year for them to create that goal and start doing the thing, cheer them on, okay? This is just a thought and a reminder that guess what? We all want what's better for, I mean, each and every one of us, right? Like, I, I don't know about you. I mean, obviously, I don't know these strangers at the gym, but I want what's the best for them. Like, I want them to go after their health and wellness and tackle it and whatever they may be going through. I know that working out is going to be good for them. I know it's going to be beneficial for them in whatever way. And if it took a new year for them to get their butt up and to get into that gym and that's what they felt like, you know what? I'm going to start showing up at the gym. 
good for them. Yes, they may be on my machine and that's slightly, ugh, now I have to wait for it. Whatever, guys. Okay. Like let's be, let's be encouraging to one another. And even if it's somebody that never has been to the gym, never has stepped foot in a gym before and a new year is what it took, cheer them on. Okay. Because you don't know what they're going through. I don't know what they're going through right? None of us. We, we, we don't know unless we like no know them. And even then, most people don't share all deep down dark stuff that we have to struggle with or deal with on a daily basis. But I am here to cheer those people on, no matter whether it's going to the gym, creating a new goal, or trying to do something and calling it a new year resolution and saying, you know what, this year is going to be the year that I'm going to make some changes. I am here for it. And I hope that you encourage those other people too. Maybe you're not into that and that's okay. But do not be that mean person and do not be that bully. And yes, I'm going as far as calling it bullying because guess what? You don't know where that person's been or what they're going through. And maybe they needed something new and fresh feeling. And maybe that was a new year. And it was like, okay, that's what's helping getting them motivated. All right. Okay. I'm going to get off my soapbox and we're going to move into this whole new year, new goals perspective. All right, so some people, in fact, I have very close friends, and I talked about this a little bit last year, that are not into the New Year resolution thing. I get it. Like, why would I have a New Year resolution? Why don't I just, you know, I work on stuff, work on goals all year round, or it's silly to wait for the New Year to start doing X, Y, and Z. And, you know, it's not a new me, new year kind of thing. You know, was that new new year, new me? There, that Some phrase that went around a couple years ago, and then some people were like, ah, that's lame, whatever. Listen, it's okay. If you are a New Year resolution, like, yay, and it's okay if you're nay about it. Okay, it doesn't matter. It is individually going to be up to each person because, <laughs> I mean, honestly, whatever works for you works for you and may not work for the next person. Okay, I am personally one of those people that is I'm a huge advocate for New Year resolutions. And that's just because any new start to anything is exciting in my head. And that's a motivation somehow. Why? I don't know. But a new week is motivating to me. A new month is motivating to me. A new year is motivating to me. Quite honestly, like a new season of anything to me is exciting. And to me, using that momentum and that motivation in the beginning of something and the start of something can sometimes be honestly exactly what you need. Okay. So I am an advocate for both. I think we should create goals throughout the year. But I also believe that New Year resolutions, if you are someone who enjoys creating goals and you enjoy that fresh motivating um, and the momentum feeling of something new and fresh to start, whether that's, again, a season, a time of year, or just a new year, whatever, right? Use it. Use it to your advantage and make some goals, okay? But in this process, I have come up with like a four-step kind of just, I guess, process slash reminder as we create, if you are someone who is creating a New Year resolution, or even if you're just somebody that's like, I'm not into New Year resolutions, but this is going to be good for you regardless, because as we create goals, these four pieces are super important, okay? So you're going to want to grab a pen and paper for this one. So number one, you need to have a plan. Okay, so you've identified a goal or you've identified something that you want to achieve, right? You need to have a plan on how to get there and breaking that down. You know, in this podcast, I love planning. I talk about it all the time. It's like part of my life. I don't know where I would be without my planner because I can't keep this all up in my head. It is too hard. And if you're a mama, you get it because our brains are everywhere all the time. Okay, okay. You need to have a plan, number one. Number two, you need accountability. 
All right. Now, accountability can come in many forms. It doesn't mean you need to have somebody you talk to every day about it, but it wouldn't hurt to have somebody to check in with every week. I have quite a few people in my life and in my circle, and some of them I've never actually met in real life. They're all virtual friends that I check in with multiple times a week and or even if it's the beginning at the end of a week. And we share just verbally process out loud, you know, typically is through like a voice clip or um, we use Telegram, Voxer or Messenger. And we share what our goals are for that week and what our intentions are of getting either done or even if it's like, I just want to relax this week, right? What does that look like for us? Like, I want to be able to do X, Y, and Z, or I have a goal in my business of this, this, or that, right? We verbally share out loud using, you know, again, this is through Voxer, Telegram, Messenger, some type of, it's not typically on the phone. I do that with my best friend, but it is something that is so beneficial to have that accountability because if you say it out loud, right? It is something that it gives you more motivation to like actually do it. And then you're going to check in with these people and tell them whether or not you did it or not. And so one, it helps you remember. Two, it helps you stay motivated and excited to share with somebody that win once you accomplish that thing. Or maybe you don't get to it or you don't accomplish it and you're like, hmm, I should probably make either an adjustment or I'm going to, you know, continue to work on this goal or this thing, right? It's just there's something amazing and magical about having accountability and sharing it with others that makes it more more exciting, more fun, and it just motivates you somehow mentally to do the things, all right? Because sometimes we just need that. We need other people cheering us on and encouraging us through those goals and through the things that we're trying to work on and work through, okay? Number three, consistency and action. All right, obviously, if we are working on a goal, it's going to take some type of action, right? Whatever those action steps may look like, it's going to obviously depend on the goal once again, but you also need to be consistent. So if you have a plan and then you got that accountability, all right, but you're not consistent with the action that you're taking, at some point, you're either going to fizzle out and or it's going to take forever to reach that goal. And you're just going to be like, man, like, okay, like I'm going to get to this, but you know, blah, blah, whatever. That might be one scenario, but there could be so many other like feelings that you feel because you're not being consistent. So you don't feel like it's actually um, what's the word? You don't feel like you're actually accomplishing what you've set out to accomplish because you're not being consistent and you're not taking the necessary action. So consistency and action is probably like one of the biggest pieces to this of creating goals. Okay. And it's easier if you have a plan and it's easier if you have accountability to be consistent and take action. Okay. Plus you can always reach out and also ask for help of like, Hey, is how can I, with your accountability partners, how can I be more consistent in my actions? Like, is there something that maybe, maybe somebody you know has gone through or done whatever that goal is that you have for yourself or for your life or whatever it may be, right? Let's, let's use the example of working out, going to the gym, just because that's a popular one, right? I want to improve my health and wellness. Okay, what does that look like? Maybe that looks like going to the gym. Okay, so what do I do when I go to the gym? Do I want to do weights? Do I want to do cardio? Do I know what I want to do? Is it too overwhelming? Do I need to take classes? Do I need to, you know, figuring that out, right? Determining what that goal is, making that plan, and then finding somebody who's going to hold me accountable. Okay, so maybe that's somebody who I know goes to the gym. Maybe that's somebody I potentially, I guess, meet at the gym. I don't know. I mean, there are some people in my classes in Zumba that I've met, you know what I mean, that I could probably say, hey, I would love to have accountability in this area, right? And I'm sure, right, especially with women, like we are all about that, at least most of the women I know, like 
We are all about encouraging each other and lifting each other up and saying, yes, I will be your accountability partner in that. Um, And then we have to take that action, right? We have to say, okay, now I just got to show up. And maybe I'm like, well, how do I be consistent with this? Okay, well, maybe I have to go back to my accountability partner and say, hey, do you have any ideas of how I can be more consistent and take action when I'm at the gym and not just get distracted with staring at the overwhelming amount of machines and what to do and how to do it? Maybe you know somebody who's going to be really good at help point you in the right direction, okay? All right. And lastly, we got tracking, evaluation, and celebration. Okay. So these kind of go hand in hand. Tracking and an evalu- tracking and evaluating, kind of sort of the same thing, sort of not really. So obviously, depending on what that goal is, right, there's always ways to track. Hopefully, there's a way to measurably say, okay, this is going well. I am on track to getting to this goal that I have, right? And evaluating is taking a look at everything you've done up until that point that you were doing this evaluation and saying, okay, this, you know, is going well or this is not going well and what changes do I need to make, right? So lastly, within all that is celebration. And this is something that I've done quite a few episodes on where I talk about, you know, just really finding little ways to celebrate yourself and the things that you are accomplishing and doing and being very intentional about that because that is actually going to help with your motivation and the momentum that you are trying to build up to to keep going, especially if it's a long-term kind of goal, right? When we talk about um, health and wellness, when we talk about just going into the new year with like these big goals, a lot of people start strong, but eventually it'll fizzle out. And that's usually the common thing that we run into is people eventually, I don't want to say they give up. It's just they kind of fizzle out. That momentum and excitement kind of dies down. And so the way to help keep that like, you know, exciting and to keep that momentum going is to celebrate along the way. And part of celebrating is to measure and track and evaluate the progress that you are creating, even if it's something super small. Okay, I had posted on my Facebook about, you know, what are your new year resolution goals or things that you just have that you want to work on, whether it's, you know, for the new year or for this week or for this month. And one person was like, I know it's small, but it's drinking more water. And I was like, that's huge. That's absolutely huge. And it's so great because that's a measurable, trackable thing. And honestly, it's easy to celebrate too, right? But it's something that she can be very intentional about, track it. And measure her progress and evaluate and say, oh my gosh, awesome. And, you know, over the course of this next 30 days, right, I want to start drink, be able to drink a gallon of water a day. As she goes, she's going to be able to measure and track her progress. And then at the end, she can find some way to celebrate. Maybe that's doing a little happy dance. I don't know. Or maybe that's like, you know what? I'm going to take myself out to breakfast and get me a bagel sandwich like I did this morning. But you know what I'm saying? Like it could be anything. And it doesn't have to necessarily cost money. Again, it could be a happy dance in your kitchen. Or maybe it's just really crossing that off your checklist because I don't know about you guys, but I love writing things down because I love crossing them off. It has this weird dopamine effect to my brain and just makes me happy when I mark it off and put a check mark next to it. I know it's cheesy, but it works for me. Okay, so don't knock it till you try it. Maybe you need to start doing that and just writing things down. And as you do it, you check it off and see how you feel. All right. So. Those are the four things, guys. As we create these new goals, whether it's a new year resolution or it's just goals throughout the year. And again, if you're like me, you're doing both, okay? Because that's just how you do, how you roll, and that's all good. All right, so number one, you wanna have a plan. Well, honestly, you start by whatever determining that goal is, right? What does that goal look like and breaking it down? And that's gonna be part of 
the planning process. You go, you take it to planning mode and you say, okay, what does this look like timeline wise? What does this look like broken down? You know what I mean? Make sure it's something that's going to be realistic, right? As far as timeline goes and what you're trying to achieve and what that goal is. Number two, you want to find accountability. And I highly suggest not just one person, unless you have somebody who's like really, really good about being accountable, right? But maybe that's multiple groups of friends, or maybe that's finding a random person that you don't know. And you know what? Listen, if you don't have a lot of mom friends or, and I say mom friends because generally most people that listen to this show are moms, but if you do not have a lot of friends in your circle that are, you know, that you can relate to when it comes to your goals, whether that's in mom life or business or whatever area it is, you know, get on Facebook or something, get in these groups. I am telling you, you're not the only one that feels like they need an accountability partner or they need or want someone that's going to cheer them on and encourage them along the way that can relate to them as well and their life and their struggles and the things that you're going through. Okay. Just, just a thought. So a lot of people I know struggle, especially moms with like, oh, I just don't have any like friends or I don't have anybody that's just not super busy all the time. You know, trust me, there are others out there. Okay. I I know this because I've done it. They're out there. I promise. All right. Anyways, I digress. Number three, consistency and action. You need to make sure you're consistent with whatever it is that you are doing and that you're actually taking action, even if it's uncomfortable, okay? Again, going back to the working out example, there is nothing comfortable about adding weights to working out. When you are increasing weight, it is not comfortable. It is an action that has to be taken if you want to grow and make those muscles bigger. Plain and simple, that's it. But you also have to show up to the gym and be consistent about that, right? And again, that's how the plan and accountability is going to help you in the consistency and action that you need to take. All right. And then last, tracking, evaluation, and celebration. Those three pieces that kind of go hand in hand are going to be crucial to keeping up that momentum and the motivation needed. And honestly, for most people, it's kind of required. I don't know about you, but... I mean, my husband is one of those like freakishly amazing people that can just decide on something and he just does it whether he feels motivated or not. It's just he has that kind of mentality and it's amazing. And I hope I'm I want to be him when I grow up. Right. But for me, I need to feel motivated and I need to feel like there's momentum and excitement in the process. And in order to create that, because once it fizzles out, right, it fizzles out. I track and evaluate and I celebrate along the way so that I can be excited and I can create that momentum, okay, and create the motivation to keep on going so that I can reach and like really reach that end goal of whatever, whatever it is, all right? All right, friends. Well, I hope that you are having just a kick butt start to your new year. I am so excited for all that's to come. And honestly, I think 2024 is going to be a crazy exciting year in so many ways. And I pray that everything that you are reaching for and all the goals that you're creating, whether it's a new year resolution or just moving into the new year, maybe you have a word of the year, maybe you just have a phrase of the year, maybe you just have one thing that you're like, you know what? I don't want to create a lot of goals. I just have this one thing that I want to work on this year consistently. You know, I pray that you are able to stay motivated and excited to reaching that goal, to becoming a better version of all that God created you to be and being the best version of you, right? So anyway, friends, until next time, have a kick butt rest of your week. 
I truly hope you were able to receive something from today's episode. If you have a moment and you are loving this episode or this show, if you could please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It would be such a blessing to me, and this is how I really know that this is somehow blessing you. Thanks so much again, friends, and until next time, have a wonderful goal-crushing week.